0: Hello and welcome back to Jedi Eternal. I'm one of your hosts, Andrew Bowen, alongside our in house DJ, oh, Braxton yeah, Taylor. Hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody. What are you doing tonight?
1: Let's go crazy. <laughs> How are the ladies
0: feeling in the house tonight? <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, anyway. <laughs> you might be uh looking at your at your phone right now thinking what a podcast am i listening to no don't worry you're at the right place yeah, um yeah. we changed our we changed our intro yeah. and uh and our outro actually yeah. um as you'll see uh because we legally <laughs> <laughs> legally speaking legally we... speaking we shouldn't be using what we have been well, using we can
1: as well, long as we well, don't make money off yeah, of it. correct. And we, we want, cannot we want monetize. to start monetizing in
0: uh, things yes. that if we can't. So. so, Braxton created that little... that little uh, Diddy. Diddy, you just heard. Uh, very nice. Yeah. Um, he did a beautiful job.
1: It was fun. It took me a and very long time to do.
0: It was, it's beautiful. <laughs> and anyways... What's what's unfortunate is we don't actually hear it like when we start out. Yeah. So I was like, play it real quick before I can. We don't get the energy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. It, it's really a bummer that we can't uh hear it. I mean live. if we had like a big mixing could, board and stuff yeah. we could, but we don't have we that could, could I mean like we could make it work, but yeah. It's not worth it. So too much work. <laughs> yeah, too much work. So, anyways, with that being said, welcome back everyone. Welcome. I hope you've all had a great week. Uh today we're gonna jump in, of course, into some news, some rumors. And some releases for you. Of course, we're going to do our Q&A, but also we do have a main topic for you, and that's going to be kind of a little bit of a review and spoiler discussion on um, The High Republic Into the Dark by Claudia Gray. Yep. So we're going to be chatting about that. That'll be our last thing for the day, so uh, if, if you don't want spoiled on that, you're good for now. We won't be discussing that till towards the end of our podcast. Um, so let's just jump right in uh to our very first story of Z day, and that is star Star Wars yes, well, I <laughs> wanna make sure I had the right thing pulled up. there, there we are. go. Disney plus announces non canon movies and shows coming next month, yeah, so basically. They are releasing a lot of Legends content.
1: Yeah. This is pretty cool. Which is surprising. Very surprising to me.
0: Yeah. Let's go through the list here. Yeah. Caravan of Courage. First of all,
1: yes. Yes. (laughs) I love Caravan of
0: Courage. Ewoks, The Battle for Endor. Star Wars, Clone Wars, Volume 1, Volume 2. Star Wars, Ewoks Season 1. Star Wars, Ewoks Season 2. And the story of the faithful Wookiee. Yeah.
1: I mean, some pretty cool stuff. What's, I I have to admit, those those first Clone War stuff. Although I mean, I love the Clone Wars that we got. Those first Clone Wars was pretty cool. I I really oh sure those. yeah. I, I mean, that
0: was cool. our actual first um, animated um, yeah experience with the Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were very short. They were on Cartoon Network. I remember always watching it, thinking it was the coolest thing ever, and then being like, "That was it," you know. <laughs> I was I was like, Wait like, a second, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. That's where we got, like, I'll never forget when they introduced, like, General Grievous in that and how cool of a scene that was. And um, So, by the way, this is all, I believe, going to be on Disney Plus April 2nd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But what I think is interesting is why now? that's something i don't know
1: that and but while we were talking i'm gonna let you go ahead but i'm gonna say, like i had a very interesting thought pop in my head
0: but you go ahead well so we're going to kind of continue on this discussion of legends content so if we want to yeah. jump forward from and kind of come back to this because yeah. um our our third news or sorry actually this next news story kind of plays into it so let's go ahead and jump into that yeah. and then we'll talk about all of it as a whole.
1: Yeah, cuz I my my thought kind of combines them both. So yeah, let's go Okay. Ahead. So uh so our second one is like I said it kind of continues on continues on is that the celebration of Lucasfilm's 50th anniversary. Um, they're going to be having a lot of Legends-inspired characters coming to Black Series. So um, there's a lot of different characters here, some that we, you know, most of them we already know, but kind of variations that, that lean towards their legend self. So, for instance, um, you know, many people are big fans of uh, Star Wars Heir to the Empire, um, and they're going to have a figure of, uh, of, a, uh, of Luke Skywalker that is going to be <clears throat> reflective of him in Heir to the Empire there's gonna be one from Mall. Um, there's gonna be one of the uh, uh, I don't know who that is, but anyway, there's uh, one really cool and that I, I've never seen this necessarily. I had to look into it, but Jackson, which is a like a
0: uh, space. <laughs> Rabbit from uh, Star Wars Adventures, I believe it is. Uh yeah, so Jackson is now can has been recanonized, oh, surprisingly. Wow. Um I've yeah, not been kept so, up on Star Wars Adventures. Uh, so I wouldn't know so that. yeah, Jackson is 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 back. But yeah, he was wow. actually back in the nineteen seventies Star Wars comic. So. That's, int-
1: that's very interesting. That's very interesting. But yeah, there's a lot of really interesting uh, takes here. I like I said I love the, the Luke Air to the Empire. That's that's really cool to me. I, I think that's really Yeah, neat. for sure. Um, I know a lot of people are he- big fans of uh, *Heir to the Empire* and stuff. Um, yeah, and
0: they got they have Maul on there from the uh, the 2000 comic series. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. from back then they have, and then they have the um, they have uh, from *Crimson Empire*, which yeah. is, again another Legends uh, novel. But that that's like uh, he was a servant of the Empire, part of the. Um, like the Red Guard or yeah. whatever they're called? Yeah. Uh, oh, Royal... Or what were they called? Why did I just like forget what they're called? I don't know. Imperial, guys, Imperial Guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, so that's cool. Yeah, the Imperial Royal Guard, right? Isn't that what they something, were called? That's something like Imperial that. Imperial yeah. Royal <laughs> Guard? I think so. Anyways, but it's interesting. So, now let's, let's kind of talk about this as a whole. Between, yeah. between the shows, between these toys, we're getting... All of this legend stuff, and like like mm-hmm. the Black series says, it's in it's in uh, celebration of of um, the fifty years, yeah, of Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm. So so let's say something right off the bat.
1: Which so to me, this is honestly I said it a second ago, but it's very surprising to me. It's very surprising because Disney has always been about hey, what we have out there is it's real. It's canon. It is what it is. And like that's why like 99% of Star Wars material was scrapped and turned into Legends in the first place when Disney took over because they had an idea. They wanted to keep the Core Saga, Clone Wars, and then after that, everything else, is what they created is what was going to be canon. Yeah. So <clears throat> the fact that they're bringing back anything Legends is, like it just blows my mind, honestly. Now, the stuff that's coming out right now, Eh, you know, whatever. I don't. I'm not, I. It's nothing huge. Now, like I said, it'd be really cool to watch *Caravan of Courage* on Disney Plus. I'll, I'll definitely watch that. But, but the action figures, it's kind of minimal, right? Some of the other uh, other shows and TV sh- uh, TV shows from um, like the '70s and '80s, like it's kind of minimal. But the point is, is that the fact that they're leaning or leniencing <laughs> whatever the word is, um, going back, so to speak, on some of this legend stuff, is it, it sets a precedent. Now I don't know if you have any more thing, any more to say about that because I do have a point I want to make, but I don't, wanna, I don't want to go too far ahead before once you have something
0: else to say. Well, I do want to add one more thing to all of this, and that is that um, dirge or dirg. I don't know. I think I don't know how you say it. Yeah. Again, we I like think it's derg. Uh, dirge? Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. I mean, guys, as you know, we never know really how to say like eighty <laughs> yeah. percent of the names, but yeah. you know. Uh, we have good intentions. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it he is back as well, and and, and we 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 yes. get him in like uh, yes. a lot of different Legends Clone Wars content yep. actually. Yep. And um and so anyways, he is also uh, back as we have seen uh, he, in uh, Doctor Aphra. Mm-hmm. He's going to be returning. Uh, we and the reason we already know that is because of they released a, a cover that showed him on it. Spoiler alert. And so. Again, like, more Legends stuff, yeah. bringing back these Legends characters. And I just, I wonder, go ahead and tell me your point. I, I think we're going the same yeah, direction yeah. yeah, yeah I, think.
1: I think we have the same direction. My point is, is that the fact that they're getting more and more and more lenient on these Legends characters, legend stories, bringing things that were already made back into the fold, so to speak... Um, I you know we've had so many rumors recently about the old republic and Knights of the Old Republic specifically. Uh, Maybe it's coming back. Maybe it's getting a new port. Maybe it's getting remastered. Maybe they're creating a new version or whatever. I think the point is is that like this is this is not the news part, right? But the news. The the, my just quick thought on that is that the fact that they're bringing so many legends things back uh, opens up the possibility that something like this could very well be true that the Knights of the Old Republic could be getting a new port or remastered or coming back in some new form. Um, it's just interesting that all of a sudden with all these rumors that now all of a sudden this, all this legend stuff, uh, they're setting this precedence that they're like, okay, Hey, we'll bring back some legend stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, which I think is, I think it's great that we can have legends content. I don't even, I don't, I, this could get more confusing for people, but I would love to see them say, "Hey, you know what? We're going to allow you to create content in the Legends universe. New right. content in the right. Legends universe. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, it's still going to be separated. It's going to have that big label of Legends to keep people from uh, being confused. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, um, you know, the very last Star Wars Legends novel we got, I believe." was um it was called crucible yes crucible Refer to your yeah i was looking over there because <laughs> i, have, stash it, cause I there. have it over there it was called crucible and at the end luke skywalker uh tells everyone he has to go away for a while and that was the last one and we never found out why mm-hmm. um he basically was having jaina solo uh as she was going to be called like the sword of the jedi and she was going to hmm. kind of like yeah lead the like be kind of a, a big important leader in it. And anyways, Jason had already been killed by her. He was gone because he had turned to the Sith, all that stuff. I would love to see them one day be like, you know what? Let's let some people continue that story. Finish the story. Yeah. See where it goes next. It's, it's not, legends, it's not canon, it's not canon not yet, but, and you yeah. know, but have some fun with it and yeah. let, allow people who love th- those stories to continue to see new things set within that. But right. still have our canon universe, of course, where things are different. Right. Um, and you get to kind well, of please both sides. I agree.
1: I'm I'm totally for it. Don't get me wrong what I'm about to say. But I don't think that it's going to happen for the sake that it's going to create a schism in the Star Wars universe. Where people might start favoring the legends more than they do the canon. And now, like people start considering the yeah. legends canon well, when it's right. not, you know, what and saying? that's
0: why, yeah, I I don't necessarily think this is going to happen, right? But I do think it would be great. I would love to see it, and I think things like this do make it more likely that we could get something like that, right? Uh, the fact that Disney Plus is releasing those legends um, content is yeah. does kind of mean a big thing to me, yeah. And well, again, it's,
1: like I said, it sets a precedence. Like I, I couldn't believe it when I heard that. Like I couldn't believe that they're starting to bring back legend stuff in the forefront, even though it's still legend. Yeah, it's and
0: just... and yeah, you could you could argue there is maybe some legend stuff on there with like all the Lego stuff, but I mean, come on, guys, it's Lego. It's Lego. It just doesn't really <laughs> it's not count. Not serious. Um, yeah. But the other thing I wanted to say is yeah, with Knights of Old Republic, um, this this kind of You know, we've talked for a while about how if they released it again, it'd probably be canon. Um, But you know what? Maybe not. Maybe they will release... Maybe they will remake it. But maybe it will stay that Legends game. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe the Old Republic story of Revan will always be a legend.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe we
0: never get a canon... Like, we know that Revan... Happened. We know like Revan the story, happened, the but legend exactly what in. happened right. to Revan may always right. be somewhat of a mystery other than what we know of the legend of Revan. Exactly. And it kind it's kind of fitting, you know? Yeah. yeah. When you think about well, it I anyway.
1: Mean, it's like thousands of years earlier. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, maybe there's not complete detailed records of what happened and like oh this is what we but it would give
0: you a chance to have this newer version of it, experience that classic story in a new way um maybe take some liberty and change a few things i don't know that they should change too much with the story right. I, right. I but you know <laughs> they could of course upgrade stuff and Sorry. but We're still just, not necessarily worry about about what happens in canon for it so I I think that'd be great but we should probably move on <laughs> yeah. so before we move on
1: just want to say those of you who are out there if they start bringing back some legend stuff you know uh, you guys ask us a lot of questions we'd love to ask you a question uh, when you hear this put in the comments of the uh, Facebook post um, let us know what piece of canon or see me legends content you would love to see brought back so, all right, so let's move on. Though.
0: Yeah, that that's a great idea. I'd love to see what you guys have to say on that. So uh, moving on, Todd Chernowski joins the Obi-Wan Kenobi series for Disney+. Plus. Um, he's going to be production designer. Um, that being said, he was also supervising art director on The Last Jedi. And love or hate The Last Jedi, you can't deny that it's a beautiful movie. Oh, yeah. The,
1: the, the product, or production design was
0: great. Yeah, yeah it, it's... it's Quite gorgeous. Uh, his most recent production design credits, just so you guys kind of have an idea of what his style is, um, is actually for um, various episodes of Star Trek: Discovery and Star Trek: Picard. Um, so he actually has a lot of Star Trek. He has a lot there. of space. Also, like Zero yeah. Dark Thirty, Sucker Punch, Tomorrowland, Alice in Wonderland, The BFG, and Avatar. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, he's got a lot of uh,
1: a lot of fantastical uh you know sci-fi fantasy stuff under his belt uh so yeah i mean i don't have a lot to say on that but uh but you know like i said again i I think i say it every time although i don't have much to say about the specific person or this specific piece of news it's just always very heartening uh to hear more about kenobi (laughs) i hear hear that stuff's still happening still moving things are still well and you you start to
0: get kind of an idea of of the style they're going for here, right. by what we what we're reading here, so right. Um, but any you know any news about Kenobi is good news. <laughs> it's usually pretty so, good news, yeah. exactly. So let's uh, jump into our rumors, and the first rumor here is a big one that a lot of people have wanted for a long time. Oh okay. yeah, big. Uh, this is this is the most we've heard about it as as real potential news. Um, insider Mikey Sutton, who, um, usually posts details about unannounced Marvel plans for the MCU claims that Disney is looking at recasting Luke Skywalker for multiple future projects. And, um, they, he's saying that Sebastian Stan is in the running to play Luke, um, He's saying that there have been discussions at Disney to film some of the adventures in the three decades between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, um, and that producers will supposedly cherry-pick from non-canon and canon content that covers that particular Star Wars timeline.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So, Sutton said he learned in December that Stan was courted to play Luke in the upcoming Lando show. Yeah. There's also been talk about having the character appear in multiple projects. So, you know, this is a bit of a stretch for me.
1: Um, I know, like you said, a lot of people wanted this to happen and want this to happen. They think, Oh, Sebastian's so awesome. He's a great actor. And he, and he looks even close enough to him that they use some, you know, Hollywood magic, some makeup, whatever, that they could probably get him to look pretty close and stuff. Um, you know, I'm not saying that it can't happen, and not even saying that I don't want it to happen, nothing like that, but I will say if it was going to happen, why did they set the precedence in Mandalorian with the CGI face, right? Why didn't they bring Sebastian in for that? Now, uh, as I'm saying it, you could counterpoint that, well, he was in uh, the, the whatever it is, Winter Soldier and Falcon show, and maybe that was in production, it conflicted, and they couldn't do it. I'm like, eh. I mean, it's one scene, right? And if they truly have signed contracts and and signed him up for multiple projects, they're not going. If they truly were going to do that, this is just my opinion, of course. But I feel
0: like they would have set that precedence. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think no matter what, they had to use Mark Hamill for for this first reappearance of Luke. Yeah. For a couple of different reasons. First of all, because you know Mark Hamill's still around. Yeah. Um, to kind of carry on the legacy of that. But, like, the the other thing, though, is our last appearance with Mark Hamill before The Mandalorian, of course, a lot of people were upset about it. Yeah, yeah. And so to have him return to this kind of role as Luke Skywalker was, was a big moment for everyone. It felt like a sure. redeeming moment. Sure, yeah. So I feel like they, they had to have him for this. Yeah. And now that they have done that, and now that we know Luke Skywalker can be brought back, I think it it of course it's just not logical to assume that Mark Hamill can just continue to play Luke Skywalker. Yeah. yeah it's just not that. really gonna work. You know what I mean? I just think there's so, this
1: weird kind of juxtaposition where they like bring in Mark Hamill and they do the CGI and the voiceover and all this great stuff, and they have one idea of you know, they just start everything off with this idea of Luke and what he's supposed to look like at this point in time. And then now we're going to just go a completely different actor. It's going to look different. He's going to sound different, possibly even act a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? I just, I think it is weird. I, I do think they kind of like maybe pigeonhole themselves a little bit because like, yeah, they kind of have to have Mark Hamill for this. But I just, I don't know. I'm just saying not that they can't do it or that they won't do it. I just do think it's weird that they would just immediately
0: jump ship and immediately start having multiple projects with another actor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I totally know what you're saying. Um, But I think for the most part, and this could end up being wrong, but I think for the most part, most of the fans love the character of Luke Skywalker. We want to see his adventures, and I think, for me, I am forgiving of the the differences. You know what I mean? I think we can look past those and learn to love another character as Luke, as Luke Skywalker, just so we can get those stories, just so we right. can get... We, we can accept that there's going to be some differences um, because no one is going to exactly be Mark Hamill, right? right? Now, I do think, and, you know,
1: there, there's a margin there, though, like how different it's going to be. But, yeah, I think if it, if they, they get it really close and they can get the voice close and everything's close, I mean, I, yeah, I think that we can kind of look past a little bit and kind of squint a little bit and be like, okay, yeah, that's Luke, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right. And, and yeah, that, I mean... It, and that's the thing, like you know, we we had it with uh, Aaron or Alden Ehrenreich yeah. with uh, yeah. as Han Solo, and you know, it wasn't close enough for most people, and mm-hmm. they they were bothered by it. Um, I I think Luke Skywalker would be easier to replace in a sense. Really, you think so? I, hmm. I think so. Harrison yeah. Ford is just such a unique person in the way he acts, and in his yeah. styling is so unique to the. That I think it's hard to for someone else to try to be to fill in his shoes because it's a very the way, iconic look yeah, and iconic sound. look, yeah. sound, the way he expresses himself. Yeah. It's all very iconic. Luke Skywalker, we love the character, but he's a lot more More vanilla. Yeah.
1: You know, and yeah, and, and yeah I, I definitely see what you're saying. Yeah. For and sure.
0: I think it's easier for someone to fill those shoes and be able to accept that versus Harrison Ford. Yeah. I can see that. I can um, see that. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love Luke. I love Mark Hamill. But yeah. you know what I'm saying. But yeah, like I said, it, it would be
1: easier to kind of t- take somebody, especially somebody who everybody's already been saying, like, "Oh, we want him. We want him. We yeah, want yeah, him." You know what yeah, I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like I said, I guess I, I definitely see what you're saying. I I think it'll be okay. I just wanted to like input them. Like I just thought it was weird that they would just yeah no I change see it you automatically um, real cl- you know real quick
0: like that. But I'm know? just to 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 wrap this up before we move on to our next. Rumor. I personally, I hope, I hope we are going this direction. I hope we get yeah, more Luke. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we know they've they've kind of reintroduced him into this. Um, I think it's safe to say, no matter what, we see Luke at least one more time. At least, and yeah. Just because I think you know we haven't seen the end of of Grogu, right? Which most likely means you're going to see Luke again, right? Well, that's so, even if it, yeah. it's just a, another one scene with Mark Hamill. Mm-hmm. So be it. But I'm hoping that, yeah, maybe we will get to see some more of Luke. And you know what? If if it ends up being an animated series with Mark Hamill voicing it, cool. Yeah. Give us that, too. Yeah, um, That way, Mark Hamill can continue to be Luke Skywalker some. I'm yeah, okay with that. I'm cool with that, too. But... Yeah. I kind of want to see more live action Luke as well and continue some of those stories and, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, we'll see what they do. I'm sure they're having a lot of discussions about that. Yeah. Honestly, they yeah. probably already made their decision yeah. by now, Yeah, but like, I guarantee there were a lot of discussions on, you know, can Luke come back? How much can we use Luke Skywalker in our Disney plus series and who will it be, will it be you yeah. know, and, and all of that. So we'll yeah. see, we'll see, we'll see what direction <laughs> they go. I have
1: a lot more to say about that, but I will digress. We could, yeah, we could continue um, to talk about that for a I while. I could I could ramble on forever about that, but we'll <laughs> move on. Uh, for the sake of the listeners here. So our second rumor for the week is that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which was a huge uh, uh fan acclaimed and 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 critic acclaimed uh game, really good stuff, uh, is said that it's been rated for next gen consoles. Uh so uh on a side note, um I just want to give a huge shout out to uh, Promise uh, Rollins, which is Andrew's uh, sister. (laughs) I've been fighting for my life for an Xbox Series X, and she sent me a link that I was able to get one today. So thank you, Promise. Anyway, so (laughs) that's that's
0: funny. Yeah. Bless her little heart. well, Well, so she, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday she got a series S yeah she told me about that and I was yeah. telling her I was like yeah it's like Braxton Braxton's not even been able to th- well because she was hunting for one she's like man it's really hard I was like yeah I was like I know I was like uh, Braxton's even won one he's not been able to grab one yet yeah. and stuff so anyways yeah she saw it today and God bless her cotton
1: picking heart. I love her. Anyway, so uh yeah. So anyway, this, this what I, I had to I had to gloat about that a little bit. I've been fighting for my life for the past 3 months to get one. So <laughs> anyway, um but yeah, so Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which is a fantastic game, um has been ready to come to next gen consoles. Uh and and honestly, the game looks fantastic uh when I played it on my uh Xbox One S. Um so I can only really imagine what it's going to look like on a Series X and PS5. So You have any more to say about that, Drew?
0: Yeah, so they they recently upped the frame rate um, and some other little things um, for the game. So I think this is interesting because to me this means it's going to be even more than that. So um, if this ends up being true, this technically, um, it appears to be but it's it was uh, rated through um german rating boards so like we don't have like any kind of yeah, yeah. that's why we put it in rumors because we don't have like an official announcement of this and it makes sense um, i think that it's going to happen but yeah it yeah, makes yeah. sense yeah. and so you know we'll see probably like 4k 60 frames with uh with you know maybe some graphical enhancements yeah maybe, uh, which would be great um it's already a beautiful game, like you said, but right. you know, even with the new newer next gen consoles it could even be taken to that next level. Yeah. So I'd love to see that. I'd probably I'd probably jump back in for at least a little bit just to see, you know, yeah, what it looks like, how it plays. But yeah,
1: I've played it till like about it's 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 peak. Like I, I played everything <laughs> in that game pretty much. Uh but hey, I mean I played it for a while and, and if it looks that much better and runs that much better, I mean just for just for the sake of it, I'd probably jump back yeah, in. Yeah, so. definitely.
0: So yeah. More of that, I'm okay with. Yeah. (laughs) So, moving on to our final rumor. Now, we talked about this a little bit, but um, the Aladdin actor, Mina Massoud, he uh, has been rumored to possibly be taking on the Ezra Bridger role. Well, we got a really big hint Mm. at that. Or, he's toying with us. He's the biggest jerk in the world. (laughs) Um, So, first of all, if you go to his Instagram, you'll find a uh, shirtless photo of himself yes he posted a uh, good for him <laughs> um a shirtless uh, photo of himself boy. standing there and he's um he's very bare except for on a, around his um okay just move on <laughs> just move on dude you've really stretched this out way too far it's getting weird now just say one, what is happening i was gonna i was gonna keep just going till he said something <laughs> this is a family friendly show um
1: <laughs> You have a wife. I mean, just keep going. Just keep going.
0: So, anyways, <laughs> what what's interesting about this oh, is boy. that when you when you uh, look at the at the uh, the caption of the picture, it says <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm
1: just like, yeah, that's oh. what you're looking at. <laughs>
0: Hold on a second. I'm trying to find the caption. He's getting all wrestled up. <laughs> it's below the picture. <laughs> no, It wasn't on this article, so I'm having to click on <laughs> it. Said, he said, hey, just so you know, when I escape, I won't hurt any of you. Now, of course, you just read that and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, whatever, right? Um, it's like, but. But what is important about that is that as a direct quote, from the Rebels episode Stealth Strike, mm-hmm. where Ezra says that exact thing, word for word, word people for word.
1: verbatim. So,
0: this is either our first hint that he has accepted the role of Ezra, or, yeah. or he's just a, jerk he's just with a really <laughs> big, <laughs> big meanie doo um jerk who likes to Hurt brag about feelings. his six
1: pack. I don't know. I mean, doesn't really have a six pack though. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't look at it, but I please don't show me the picture. I don't care. (laughs) Can you see it? Yeah, I can Can see it. Yeah, I can see it. I'm good. Anyway, I mean, like, you know, when you're like, you used to seeing, like,
0: Thor and stuff, like, <laughs> right, I was, like, I mean, was not- isn't is really that
1: impressive, man. Like, step up your game, dude. If you're gonna start working for Disney, I mean, you're gonna have to... They're gonna get you pumped up with so many chemicals, man, you're gonna get crazy. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. looking like Captain America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, 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 I don't remember Ezra like being Steve, ripped. <laughs> like, like Steve Rogers from... <laughs> <laughs> it's like is like, six foot eight, like, totally jacked, like... I'm here to save you,
0: <laughs> with his with his uh large noodle blue hair.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like per Disney, uh, you know, it's supposed to be 14 year old, but the dude looks like 28, like absolutely jacked, you know. <laughs> okay. So anyway, <laughs> it said all that to say it's just a very interesting thing that he quotes this exact quote from Ezra Bridger, and he's been rumored to play Ezra Bridger. Yeah. It's just it's just again, it's not a coincidence that he posted that now. Whether that be that it's actually because he is going to be one or not. The point is he made that caption on purpose. Like you don't just say that randomly, you know what I'm saying? So um, so yeah. Uh, those of you who are really rooting for him to be uh, to be
0: Ezra, I mean it's a it seems to be a possibility. Do you think that if you were if so if you were gonna play Ezra, do you have to dye your chest hair blue? <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you know, know like, I don't know.
1: You know they never explained in star wars if if the hair is like naturally that or color he, or
0: would it would your chest hair be large blue noodles <laughs> <laughs> oh, i don't know i don't know i can't like seem to find like a shirt the... <laughs> that ever fits me you know it just it's really uncomfortable like abnormally the large hairs <laughs> coming out of your chest it's like pool <laughs> noodles <laughs> Kind of what i'm picturing because his hair is like that you know uh, i don't want to know which they fixed it later uh, yeah. on I but, really like don't know, i either. can't get over his hair in the first like two seasons or whatever it bothers it's me so sounds bad sounds like
1: you really want to see this <laughs> Some, uh mina masoud uh blue chest hair <laughs> but you better move on
0: <laughs> oh this is an episode uh, what's going on here i don't know what's happening <laughs> So yeah, let's jump into releases and in releases coming up on Wednesday. We got a new Dr. Afra issue and we got a Star Wars Adventures issue. So those are your two releases for this week. (coughs) Um, That is all we have in releases. So let's jump into our Q&A.
1: Oh, yes. So let's get into our Q&A right now. So as we do every week, (laughs) we ask you guys to ask us questions uh, about topics, whatever you guys want to talk about, we want to talk about. Um, So this week we're going to have our three questions. And uh, the very first one comes from Kristen Perry, the old faithful lass, uh, who says, Would it be possible for dual-bladed lightsabers to have two different colored ends? So... Short answer, long answer. Short answer, no. Now, Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm gonna say something, or I'll, I'll state my reason why. You can tell me if I'm right or wrong. Agree, disagree. So, answer is no for me. Uh, from everything that we've seen in Legends and Canon, um, Kyber crystals can only be one col- color, right, at a time, at least. Uh, we do see where the Jedi, or me, the Sith, can take a, a Kyber crystal and pour in all their hate and turn it into red, but yet it's not green like it used to be or blue like it used to be now it's red it's only one color now here's the thing it possibly could or it could be possible to have a double uh, sided lightsaber that's two different colors because they have two kyber crystals and i think we've seen that i don't know if that was either in clone wars or if it was legends where we've seen uh uh someone have like a dual lightsaber thing where they could connect it which wait wait well we saw it in um didn't they didn't he have it in uh fallen order i can't remember now um he might have. Point is, is that if it's just one kyber crystal, no. But if it has two kyber crystals that emits out of, you know, the the emitters on both sides, then it's possible. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, the, you pretty much covered it. I mean, it it's it's all dependent on how your hilt is made. Mm-hmm. And the, like, for example, like Darth Maul's, um, as we see, is base- essentially just two different lightsabers attached. Right. And so and that's why it works like when it with just one that we've seen right. um so it's if if you were to have two lightsabers that can attach right and yeah with two kyber crystals but as far as we've seen i don't believe that you've ever been able to get any like two colors out of one crystal so yeah it's yeah. only kind
1: of existed in one way so i think as a as as a as a jedi i would probably be collecting kyber's crystals and you know those old pins that used to have back in the 90s and early 2000s where you, know, you could press all the different sides for all the different oh, colors yeah. mm-hmm. uh that's way my lightsaber would be Oh, <laughs> i would slide up the igniter on which oh. color i just felt like that day you know interesting
0: <laughs> interesting <laughs> so, it... so yeah go ahead mm. Anyway. No, I'm intrigued. Uh, uh, you know, I, I think... Uh, Who knows, right? Yeah, I think that's great. Sure. <laughs> anyway, <Nerd>. um, <laughs> you're just
1: jealous, bro. You got your dumb blue lightsaber. I got blue, green, yeah, really. I'm getting hungry.
0: All you needs. blue.
1: Yeah, well... Okay. Anyway, so, Kristen, great
0: question. Uh, Thank you, as always. Thank you, as always, Kristen. We so appreciate you.
1: Yes. You know, every week, it's always got something coming out. We appreciate it. Um, So, our second question comes from Alex, another old faithful gentleman here. Thank you, Um, Alex. Kind sir. (laughs) Thanks, sir. Um, Who says, do you think those that ride the line between Jedi and Sith could use force lightning? So... In a way, we've already got this answered for us. Um, I don't believe this is currently canon, um, so I guess technically canonically, we don't know. Um, but but in Legends, this has already been answered for us, and uh, obviously the dark side. If you're consumed with the dark side, um, you have you can you know you have the ability to use Force lightning if you can you know train to obtain that. Right? Uh, we see many different Sith use that, um, but. There has been a Jedi that uses Force Lightning that is completely a Jedi. He doesn't delve in the light side and the dark side, at least that I know of. And that is Plo Koon. Plo Koon had yellow lightning, and it was called Force Judgment. And he was able to use that. Now, that is strictly Legends, as I know of, as of right now. Um, I might be able to look that up to, to make f- 100% sure. Um, but... Uh, uh, let's see here. Point is though, in Legends, Plo Koon, uh, it's, it actually it's called Electric Judgment. Excuse me, um, but yes, it is. It seems to be strictly um, Legends at this point, from what I can tell at least. But the point was is that he was so, you know, he was so good in, you know, uh, light si- in the light side. He was so light that he was able to channel the power of lightning to bring judgment on those who deserved it. Um, and, you know, that, I guess that's kind of questionable, who deserves it, who doesn't deserve it, whatever, right? But anyway, the point is is that, uh, is that he was able to use that. So, uh, and, and at least in Legends, it was never uh, strictly just for the dark side. Um, now, here's the thing. Let's talk about Legends. Um, obviously, Obviously, we see... People um, who kind of danced the light side and the dark side, specifically Mace Windu, right? That's how he had, you know, uh, the purple lightsaber. That's how he used form seven, which is Vapad. That's how he was able to do the same things that he hit. He did, but although he danced the light side and dark side, was able to hold the dark side under control. We never did see him utilize any force abilities that were indicative to the dark side, though. So I would say canonically no, but in legends. Yes, it was possible. So Drew, I know I kind of encompassed that again, but but do you have anything to say on that further?
0: No, again, I think you covered it pretty well. Um it's um I will say in Legends, um Luke Skywalker is believed to have used it once to save his to save uh Jason and Jaina in a story one time. Um but again it was called that uh the um whatever, Judgment or whatever it was called. Electric Judgment. Electric yeah. Judgment. Um, I personally am glad that's not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a real big fan of that. I think that that... I just like that the Sith are the ones that use that or, or dark very, you know, well, dark side users And use here's,
1: here's the thing, right? As we follow, especially in canon now, lights. the force was never meant to be a weapon. That was something that's been stated over and over and over. Right. Um, and... When you electrocute somebody, that's not that's not doing anything but hurting them. Right? That's a really
0: good way to look at it, actually. Yeah. Um, and so
1: any force, basically. Here, so let's let's say that mm-hmm. any force ability that would co- intentionally cause someone harm, no light side person, whether they danced light side and dark, would be able to use it. In my opinion,
0: because you would never truly be
1: light if you used the force intentionally to hurt someone.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think that's you know like and another example like force choke. You know, that yeah. is. Arguably a dark I mean, yes, um, you know, we have a couple examples of where a Jedi used used it, but mm-hmm. for the most part, that is a dark side um ability, right?
1: Right. And then, well, one one a good example of that <clears throat> is in um well, first of all we see it multiple times in the Clone Wars with Anakin, we see it once in uh in Return of the Jedi with Luke. But like looking back to Anakin, he he was on his way to turning to the dark side. So who's to say that he was even truly in the light at that point? Um, now in, in his mind he maybe was, but in his 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 not gonna say his spirit or soul or whatever. But but in 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 the Star Wars world, right? Um, you know, it was right. Many times we see in the Clone Wars it was right before he turned to Darth Vader. So who knows that he was even truly in the light? So anyway,
0: yeah.
1: So uh, Andrew, I promise you, I'll let you uh, talk on this one a little bit more. <laughs> But our third question comes from Brandon Dukes, another good, faithful sir here. We always appreciate you, Brandon. Um, but it says, Do you think that the asteroid belt from Empire Strikes Back could be a Death Star testing planet? So I, I have my thoughts,
0: but Drew, take her away. Um No, I don't I don't think so. Um in in legends, we know for a fact that those That the the asteroid belt was there because two planets collided, Mm -hmm. and uh, and caused that. Now in canon, we don't have an answer per se, but um, I believe that it's probably just it's probably been there for a really long time. Um, We know it was in Hoth, yeah. So again, like that was an area that the Empire clearly wasn't hanging out around or they would have probably caught onto the rebels a little quicker. So, exactly. So I would say that, um, no, but I like where you're, where you're like your head's yeah. at with that. Um, cause you do assume that they probably did have some planets. They, <clears throat> they were y- using their weapon to test on. So, which would then very possibly create some kind of asteroid field. So yeah. I like where your head's at with that for sure.
1: Yeah, just just a, basically I completely agree. Um just to throw my two cents in there um as I normally do. Uh <laughs> <laughs> What? Uh, I've never done that before. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> basically, you know, we see an impar- or See me in um A New Hope. Uh they use it on Alderaan. Um and that was to my understanding the first time they ever tried that. Um and now obviously I know in an Strikes Back that it takes place after. I understand that.
0: Well, um, they actually tried it on, um, uh, Jeddah first.
1: Oh, you're right. You're right. Well, scratch that. But, well, but it wasn't like planetary destruction, though. True. Right? True. It was like it one was, city. It was,
0: yeah, th- well, they didn't use it at maximum right. power. My
1: understanding, all wrong was the first time they ever tried to, like, destroy the entire planet with it. It wasn't just, like, blow up the city or whatever, right?
0: Am I, am I correct in that? What about on um, on Scarif? Did they completely no?
1: It was the same situation, wasn't it? Like where is it?
0: It was just the city. Scarif, uh, I mean, I, and that that's in Rogue One, right? That's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just the city. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the very first time they completely blew up a planet so, would have been Alderaan.
1: That, yeah. What I'm trying to point at is that that none of that even matters. My point is is um, well, <laughs> I'm saying like even even if that's true, I'm saying like my point <laughs> was was that. I don't think that the Empire would go around and make a habit of destroying planets that could bring benefit to them. Um, now, uh, you know, it is in the Hoth system, so perhaps uh you know perhaps in you know, a lot of Hoth based planets probably didn't bring a lot of benefit to them. But as we know, you know, there is a lot of planets that they go in, can strip
0: mine, do all this stuff. You know, yeah, I just don't the see blast- why they- I just checked to make sure the blast did not destroy scarif. It just it just destroyed like a part of it. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, so yeah. So Alderaan, I think, would be the very first time it did that.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to point out that like, even if they, even if they could, I don't think they wanted. to, They did Alderaan just to prove a point, but I don't think they would make a habit of going around and doing it that often. Because at the very base, even if it's like an inhabitable planet, they can still go strip mine, uh, you know, resources out of it, or they can do something, you know, say, um. They know because of Alderaan that they can destroy a Planet if they have to. I don't. I don't. I just personally don't imagine they did it more than like once or maybe maybe twice at most. So that's just me. So, um, but yeah, I do like that idea though because we do see uh, uh, whenever they come in a New Hope after they blew up Alderaan, um, they were like saying, oh, well, there's like an asteroid field." It's like, "Well, this ain't an asteroid field. This used to be a planet here." And blah blah blah. You know. So I definitely get where you're coming from. So good thoughts here, brother. All right, so we're going to conclude our Q&A for this week. So a lot of great questions and I'm excited to continually hear all your all your guys and gals uh, great questions coming in. So thank you so much for continually every week trying to provide something for us. I know it probably gets tiresome. Um if you and this is something that we had kind of talked about, but if you guys ever think of a way um you know, hey, you know, this is a community, you know, it's not just our podcast. It's grown to a beautiful community. Um, so, if you guys ever think of any ways that we could interact with you and bring it into the show and stuff like that, other than just asking questions and things in nature, just let us know. Uh, we would love to have some, maybe some new segments and things in nature too. So, we're gonna move out of Q and A, and we're gonna move into our final thing, which is our main topic. So, our resident bookmaster here, um, Andrew Bolin the Third, is going to be reviewing. <laughs> the third? Oh, that's not. You're not third? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. I take
0: offense to that.
1: <laughs> anyway. So, as as uh, as you may know, we've been kind of affiliated with uh, Disney and Disney's publishing uh, works and stuff, and they've we've been very they've been very gracious to provide us <clears throat> with some copies of of some of the books, and we've been very grateful for that. So today, they gave us uh, a copy of Into the Dark and uh, by Claudia Gray, and this is a uh, YA novel, so young adult novel that was created in the High Republic. Era. So we are going today to do the uh, the full review of this. We're going to do a little bit of uh, non-spoiler Impressions at at, at first and then we're going to move into full spoilers uh, talk about the plot We're going to talk about characters all that good stuff Um, so I've kind of formulated a Standard rubric of questions that we're probably going to try to do for all of our upcoming book reviews So let's go ahead and start with the very first one so Drew, what is your non-spoiler thoughts and impressions of the book?
0: Um, so, this is, this takes place after Light of the Jedi. mm mm-hmm. um, And the the middle grade novel as well. And going into it, I was very excited. Uh, this is, of course, um, written by Claudia Gray. Mm-hmm. And I love all of Claudia Gray's books. She always does a fantastic job. And so I was pretty excited about this one and started reading it. Uh, I'm going to be honest. It, it was, it took me a long time to get through this book. Really? It took me a long time. And I, I started reading and none of the characters really gripped me. Um, mm, I had trouble connecting with the characters in this book. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, I was, I was interested in the very beginning, but, and and this isn't necessarily spoilers or anything, but of course, you know, they go to a space station. That's kind of what like the big part of this story uh, takes place is on this space station. And, and when, when I got there, I was expecting to get really intrigued, but instead I started to almost lose interest a little bit. Wow. Interesting. Um, yeah, you were you weren't expecting this. Were no, you? I was not. Yeah. I was not. Now, right.
1: so do you think it's the source material or is the the author? Because we we know very well that the source material is very new. It's very awesome, intriguing, and the author has always done a fantastic job. But do you think what do you think it, it leans more one way or the other?
0: I think. I, I personally think what happened here is Claudia Gray is, is writing this novel, but she's also involved with this group of, of writers. The High Republic right. is, is kind of, this whole group is doing this together. Right. Um, and so I honestly think what I've learned from this is Claudia Gray is better when she's not constrained. Okay. Um, because I felt like she was constrained to this certain story she had to tell. And like it it's just
1: her turn, and this is what she was handed type thing,
0: kind you know? of. And so I don't think she worked her usual magic in this novel. Now, when I, I say all that, I'm being very critical because when you look at like overall versus a lot of the other canon Star Wars novels, like this book's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> like there's yeah. there's a lot yeah. of them that are, that are way worse to read. But coming off of the high of the Light of the Jedi and how fantastic that novel was yeah this one felt a little more of a letdown
1: yeah well it's, it's kind of hard you know it's kind of like it's kind of like uh you know going to the rocky mountains and then going yeah. to the southern hills of indiana <laughs> yeah and, and again
0: <laughs> this is not a, a spoiler this has been talked about a lot um that the drenger is introduced in this um in this novel which is like the next or like the other big enemy of the high republic and um I just, I expected more from them than what we, Mm. than like what we get. I expected, uh, I expected to feel like very, I don't know. I I think, I think I'll hold off on saying much more about that because I don't want to get into spoilers, but like it's none of the, the story did not go the way I anticipated. Yeah. And by the time we wrap up the story, I just felt like, Hmm, I felt like more could have been done with this than what yeah. what was done. And I will say a lot of focus is spent on characters that I don't really feel matter. Mm-hmm. They, they they take a lot of time to flesh out some of these other characters that aren't Jedi. And while there's not necessarily anything wrong with that, I feel like they do it just to do it, just to say they have characters that aren't part of the Jedi order. And and I think that we don't always have to do that. And I've noticed every single novel in the high Republic so far has done it. They, they have your cast of Jedi and then they have a couple of non Jedis that mm, they follow yeah. just because they've, yeah. it's like, it's almost like they were in a conversation like, okay, we cannot have just all Jedi. We have to throw in a couple of, of other characters that aren't Jedis. And it's like, that's fine. But, but we don't always have to have their perspectives. And a lot of times they don't really truly add to what the story story truly is because this story is about the Jedi. The overall narrative of the High Republic is what's going on with the Jedi Order. And so when you focus on these other characters, it just doesn't feel as important.
1: Yeah, I understand that. So
0: a lot of complaining there. but Right.
1: Well, and again, Andrew is a very particular. You know, he he reads a lot and he ingests a lot. And 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 the sad part is, or not, it's not sad, but the part is, is that he has read a lot of stuff from other authors. Um, let me phrase that. Read a lot of other works from the same author that has really blown him away. So yes. I think that's he's being extra critical because he knows how good it could be. Yes, exactly. So so now let, this is not a part of it, but it just came on my mind here. Do you think that the fact that it's a YA novel detracted from, uh, not detracted, but affected her writing style that made it maybe not as enjoyable for
0: you? Sorry, can you say that one more time? <laughs> anyway, okay, I, I spaced out for a second because <laughs> I thought I heard somebody like coming oh in, and so I, I'm sorry. Anyway, okay, I'm so, so I can't even think. I'm trying to say sorry, no. everyone. Oh, basically, the point is is that
1: do you think the fact that this is a ya novel okay do you think that in any way
0: influenced this author and 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 detracted from how you how much you enjoyed it basically it's a very good question because thank you i i actually did have something i wanted to bring up about that and i totally forgot until you asked that question no you know what can i say interestingly enough sometimes this actually reads more like an adult novel more so than the actual really? adult novel *Light of the Jedi* does, <laughs> and I and what I mean by that is I think sometimes Claudia gets. Um a little more detailed in this than your typical YA novel, but not necessarily in a good way. That's that's her. That's kind of her writing style, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, maybe not as um, much, but yes. But but see, a YA novel is usually not written like that. Well, right, so, I'm just saying
1: that's that's Claudia's style. So when she kind of brought that into a YA, you
0: kind of have to expect that. But to but, bleed but over she, a bit. I, I've read other YA novels from her that didn't feel this way. Mm, interesting. Yeah, and so it's. I I feel like her her style here was. Um, it's almost like she wanted to write an adult novel and just just (laughs) wrote the young adult novel. But again, like the, the extra padding there that she, that she fills this book out with a lot of times didn't feel necessary. Mm -hmm. And, and honestly, I think the story that was told here, uh, could have been told, could honestly have been a shorter story even, or focused on or made it longer, but focused on different things. Because again, a lot of the story gets told, um, with characters that I just didn't really connect to. Um. Okay. All
1: right. So let's let we've been harping on this a, a little bit, and now this you know we're gonna get to me. So that was the non spoiler thoughts. So now the rest of this is gonna be totally spoiler. Um, this is gonna be totally free range. So if you've not read this yet and you are wanting to read it and not be spoiled, this is your warning. Okay. Now that everybody's gone, those of you who are here either don't care to read it, uh, but want to know what goes on, or you've already read it and you want Andrew's thoughts. So. Uh, so our first spoiler question is basically this: Tell us, in your words, what is the overview of events in this book? What is the major events? What is yeah. the major things that we we read about?
0: So this tells the story of Wreath Silas, and Wreath Silas is is the the main character of this book, and I do like him. Yeah, and I think um, yeah. he's a he's a younger Jedi, um, a Padawan to um, Jora. And some of you may know who Jorah is. At this point, I think I'm going to go ahead and say a spoiler for um, The High Republic Light of the Jedi. Because we've given a lot of time for that. So I am going to... But just in case you have an issue with that, I'm going to be talking about things from that novel as well. So moving forward. So anyways, um, as we know, in that novel, Jorah dies. And we don't actually hear... Anything about Wreath really in in um, Light of the Jedi because Jora's off doing her thing, and as we find, Wreath's off doing something else, and so she actually passes, and so that kind of plays a, a part of what happens in the story. But Wreath um, is being sent to Starlight Beacon just like Jora is. Jora is going to become like the the Jedi that that um, lives there. She's kind of like the head of the Jedi at mm-hmm. the Starlight Beacon, and and Wreath of course has to go with her because he's a Padawan and but he doesn't want to, cause he likes, he's not really a fighter. He likes to stay in the archives and read and study. And he likes to mm-hmm. like read the histories and stuff. And um, so anyways, he's being forced to go there and he's, he's not very happy about it, but Jorah ends up um, having to go off and do something else. Because as we know, all the stuff that goes on in the light of the Jedi, wreath um, ends up um, long story short, wreath ends up going to this space station they 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 get their ship has issues and and there's other characters in this i'm not gonna be able to name off all their names <laughs> come on didn't um, you read it oh <laughs> uh, i did but we we have cormac who is a he's a, a jedi who he's been a jedi for a long time but he does not have like a he's never had a pot of or anything mm-hmm. he's a very mysterious jedi and then we also have. Uh, let me look up her name real quick. Cause I, cause I will have to mention her a couple times. So I need to make sure I know her name. I think it's Orla Okay. Orla. Yeah. Comac and Orla. Um, and they actually like, we get, and this is another part of the, like the thing that I find kind of weird about this is we keep going back to like 25 years ago huh. of a story about the two of them. Yeah. And it just doesn't feel necessary at all. And I, I just don't understand what, the purpose of it was necessarily yeah um we through that storyline we get like the fact that the the huts kind of get an opportunity to become more important in in the universe yeah so like that's i guess kind of neat but it just felt like a lot of wasted time sure um so they all end up on the ship together and they go to the um the space station called the uh am Maxine Spation or something like that I don't know Something like that um and also there's another Jedi there named Dez and Dez is Jora's old Padawan so mm-hmm. like he's a Jedi Knight now okay and so he's there too and so they so Reith and and Dez kind of have this relation interesting relationship because it's almost
1: kind of like uh it's kind of like Dooku lost with, it, with
0: the Dooku's uh yeah, original yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah, just like that yeah,
1: yeah. Hey, yeah, I know a little bit. Hey, I'm very. That was nice. <laughs> Good call
0: back. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> well, so proud of you. Well, I said. Um, so anyways, they they go to this station and basically what happens is they meet some people on the station. Some other, some different people all end up on this station together, and they're they're all freaking out and stuff. And the Jedi are trying to help calm everybody down. And and Des goes into this. Um, well, first of all, they feel this really dark force there. They like they can feel the the, the darkness there, hmm. a very heavy darkness. And um, Des goes into this area, and he vanishes, and it's believed they think that he he died, mm-hmm. and so they're all pretty torn up about it. And and they take, they they find these um, these statues, mm-hmm. and they 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 assume that the statues hold the the Jedi. Or hold the the, what's the word? Like they're keeping the the darkness from taking over. Like a over. shield of some sort. Yeah, like a it's, force like, a, it's like a force shrine. Like they, <laughs> yeah, and they've like they've can or they've kept the darkness inside of them. Like the darkness are inside these. Oh, okay. And so they have okay. to keep okay. them protected. Interesting. So they have this great idea of let's take all these. With us, Oh, okay, because we don't want this getting loose. Because I can fill this darkness. Yeah. So, so they take them, they take these statues and they go back to the the temple. Now, at this point, I got real, really interested in the story. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I didn't expect them to leave space station. I thought they would have to. The whole story would take place on there, and they would have to, you know, deal with bad guys, and then they'd leave (laughs) and it'd be over. But they left like midway through the book.
1: Okay. Yeah. And they
0: go back to the Jedi Temple, and they take these down into um the where the Sith shrine is under the. Oh, that's great. The Jedi that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Jedi Temple. <laughs> so that's interesting. That yeah. They, and it hadn't been opened in a long, long time. Now is this the one they in Coruscant? It? Yeah, under the Coruscant Jedi Very Temple. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they go down there, and their plan is all these Jedis are going to come down and, and they're like in a circle and they're going to get rid of these <laughs> hey, dark yeah, yeah, yeah. force spirits, okay? They're going to yeah. work together and, and like purge the spirits. Yeah. So they're doing it and they they like do their thing and they go, they're like, oh no. And they're like, what, what's wrong? And they... So there's nothing here. Hmm. They're like, it's it's not doing anything. And they realize it wasn't holding the the dark side inside of it. It was the opposite. It was the opposite. It was keeping the dark side <laughs> wow. from taking over the station. So they all go, We gotta go back to the station, like right <laughs> now.
1: So hey, I you know, that that does kind of catch me up guard because you're like Okay, if it's holding it in, why are you trying to release it necessarily? And if it's, what if it's protecting it? Then now you're just taking the the uh, blessing off of it. Yeah. And I'm, you know,
0: I'm saying there's know. so much more detail to all sure, this, but yeah, like I'm just trying yeah. to go through it kind of quickly. Yeah. Um. And so they go back to the station. There's there's a whole other side plot to all this that I'm not even going to talk about because yeah. it's pointless. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> oh, it's wow. pointless. Yeah. And there's characters I'm not even mentioning because, again, it's kind of pointless. And, Honestly, I don't really want to talk about it. I don't really care. Wow. You guys can look into Respectful. it if you want to. <laughs> um and that's kind of what was my issue with this. Yeah, I, I'm telling you the part that matters in the story. Right. And so they take um they take it those back and they're so now they're back on the station. They get there. This is they realize now that these these plants cuz it was it was filled with 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 like plants everywhere mm-hmm. and stuff. These plants are now alive. Okay. <laughs> and now that's what the Drengar is. And so they're they're all like alive. They talk. Yeah. And they can like poison the Jedi and like they can like almost like mind control the Jedi, make them like in this oh, drug wow. state and they can almost turn evil. The huh. Jedi can. So they actually have done this to to Des. He's not dead. He's alive and they and they use this on him to attack Wreath. So like Wreath's oh, having wow. to like fight Des. yeah um but anyways he gets Des away from him like clears his head um and the the the, the Drengar are kind of like cheesy a little bit I was I was hoping they'd be like a <laughs> yeah. menacing like actually like oh man yeah, this like is a scary villain they're, type, type they're kind of you know? cheesy but um I guess they're from like a way long 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 time ago and the the yeah. the they 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 talk about how the the these look like the people that that trapped us here except they had red swords or something. So it was the Sith that brought them there and and trapped them there. Yeah. Um, But anyways, what we do know is they're very, very like heavily dark side, very powerful dark side. Yeah. Interesting. And the, so to, to kind of like wrap it up, they, this is the part that just blew my mind. This I thought this was so stupid. They think they decide that they're the best option. So during all this, the the other bad guys, the um the Niall. Niles, yeah, they show up and like <laughs> they're they're there. You find out two people that they helped earlier were actually Nile. And so they're like, Okay, the be- the way to, to get away from this is let's Destroy the statues, let the Drengar back because they like they they get the Drengar away. But yeah. they so then now they're like, let's destroy the statues, and the Drengar can distract the Nile so we can get away. Oh, that's, great. that's a great idea. I was like, <laughs> that's a great Whoa. idea. What? I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, which it is these,
1: why novel, you know, kids don't make this like fresh these extremely
0: <laughs> like dark side. You know, powerful, powerful con- mind control people are. Who... You're just gonna leave them like set loose. Yeah. What? <laughs> and the whole reason you went there was to trap them. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. crazy, man. Uh, but uh,
1: it's a little off. Yeah.
0: But so, anyways, they do that and they leave, and um they. Wreath ends up becoming Cormac's new. Uh, Padawan, it's Cormac's first Padawan because Jorah is dead, hmm. and so yeah. they're gonna kind of team up together now. And uh, Des decides he's gonna go and become, uh, basically, he's gonna just like live his life as a hermit and <laughs> focus on the Force. Luke and, Skywalker. And um, pre sequel edition. again, it's just <laughs> it just so that's the really, end. Yeah. That, oh yeah, my yeah. gosh! Wow. It I was disappointed. Yeah. I I thought there was gonna be more. I thought the ending of it was going to have more meaning I guess to uh yeah and yeah. and honestly it just didn't really feel like it did I thought I thought it was it, really going to let loose on the junger to the fact that yeah. like it was going to be a huge 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 threat Yeah. I just don't know where this is So it's basically
1: it's basically sounding like it's a movie that it's a, it's very obvious they're le- uh, leading it off into a sequel but yet the events of the first one doesn't make you want to watch the sequel. <laughs> That's what it's sounding like from what I'm hearing from you.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's I th- I really thought this was gonna lead us into the next phase. Or not phase, because I know there's more books in this phase, but Right. I know what you're saying. Kind of lead us into the next adult novel and mm-hmm. the drinker We're gonna be a little more important, but mm-hmm. it doesn't do that the way I thought it would. And so I'm kind of left like We know at the end of Light of the Jedi, it talks about how there's this great, like all this horrible stuff is on its way Mm -hmm. and there's this, and they, they saw like all this death and stuff. And I just can't figure out where that's coming from because because the Drengar now don't seem as maybe as menacing as I thought they were going to be. We'll see. Maybe it gets worse, but, but also the, the Nile just don't seem like a, a big enough threat to cause the Jedi, all this pain and trouble. Hmm. And I just... But maybe maybe it, there's more. Who knows? Maybe there's more to it. Maybe they're just like the symptom, not the cause type well, thing. Well, and know? that's what I'm hoping for. I'm yeah. hoping the bigger threat is still on the horizon. Yeah, because there this has to be the fall of the Jedi. It's got to be yeah. a big deal. Well, and so what so, is going to cause that? I just don't know that the Nile can truly be that. Well, well, hold on. So we're gonna get to final thoughts here okay. in a little bit. So let's we'll save some
1: of that. Okay. We have a couple more questions, but we're kind of running short on time here. Yeah, I went on forever. <laughs> on that, <sorry. laughs> that's okay. That's okay. So uh, well, that's good for people who listen on people. Who has read it, you know, probably not. I would say
0: most people didn't read it. So that's why I kind of did that because I, I, The Light of the Jedi, I assume more people read, but probably this one, not as many did. So, so so you talk a lot about
1: characters and and things of that nature. There seems to be quite a few characters. So I have kind of a multifaceted question for you here. So, first of all, um, how many characters bleed over from Light of the Jedi versus how many are new
0: characters? I like that question. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I would I would say that no character heavily is involved in in both. Okay. So so we we get some references to characters in into mm-hmm. the dark, of course, like Jorah's in it a little bit, mm-hmm. and of course Jorah's in the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get mention of Yoda. We get mention of some of the other Jedi's. Avar, Chris is mentioned. None of the none of the Jedi that focus heavily on Light of the Jedi is focused heavily in this novel. Okay,
1: so yeah, so you're basically saying that like they're kinda separate. I mean there's there's a little bleed over here and there, but they're kinda separate.
0: Yeah. Okay. For the most part, all the the characters you're focusing on this is is separate from the characters you focus on okay. in Light of the Jedi.
1: So so that's gonna make this question not as not accurate, but you know what I'm saying? Anyway, so what I was gonna say though is uh how has the how has this book changed the viewpoint of any of the characters that you already know about? So clearly, like said, so Jorah, a few of them. How how has it uh, affected those characters, or has it at all?
0: On well, so I will say, actually, if if anyone, it would be Jorah because you do learn a little more about Jorah, mm-hmm. and and also her relationship with Wreath. And I think now, if I were to go back and and read Lie of the Jedi* again her death would be a little more meaningful because now not only do you, you know, she dies, but you also feel more the effects of, Oh, her Padawan, you know, that, that loves her and stuff now mm-hmm. has, has lost her and what's he going to do and all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think in that, in that sense it does bring more emotional impact to her death. Okay. But yeah. since I think they, most people read it first, it's, you know, it wasn't that meaningful at the time because i barely knew her character right, right um so looking at it that way it does it does make her death more impactful now yeah and so i would say that's probably the biggest example of that well, it's kind of
1: like you know like recently we got wandavision like right in the movies you're like okay what WandaVision, who cares right yeah, but yeah, now yeah, we're like yeah, oh yeah. man i can't believe this mm-hmm. character yeah yeah so, no that yeah it's a good way to put kinda it kind of yeah. ties in a little bit right so, like, uh, since, since we're running a little short on time, I'll combine two questions here. Um, so how, after reading this book, how, if at all, has it changed your view of the High Republic era? And how has it really changed your view of Star Wars and the universe as a whole? Has it
0: expanded the era and the universe? Has it not? Uh, if it has, how? Well, like I said, one of the side plots um, technically kind of opens up the the huts to kind of come and take their their reign in the okay. in the underworld type deal. Yeah, um, one of the side plots kind of deals with that, so that's kind of a big thing for Star Wars overall. Mm-hmm. I still think it's really strange that they tied that in with this book. <laughs> I chose to do it right um, there. It's just really <laughs> yeah. really odd. Um, yeah. But hey, that's there. So yeah. Um, as far as for the High Republic. I don't think this novel really changed much for me. Um, I don't feel like I know much more than I did after light of the Jedi. That's what's a little upsetting to me about it all. I think and that, and that's where it really comes down to is I was led to believe mm-hmm. that, you know, it would, well, make sure you read light of the Jedi first and then <laughs> right. read into the dark later, right. you know, all because into the Dark's going to deal with events later that you know that you don't you don't know about in lie of the jedi right and it really not not really not much yeah like you i mean had a few things
1: spoiled but it's yeah, not like but so you much. Would,
0: yeah i mean you know the great disaster whatever has has already begun when you read Jedi*. so it makes sense to read lie of the jedi first right but but as far as like carrying on the events of the higher Republic, right. we really we really don't. We end this novel at the same place that The Light of the Jedi ends, okay. at the celebration of the of the opening of the Starlight Beacon. Mm, okay, and so actually, they all three novels that we've gotten so far end in the exact same place. Interesting. So the only thing that yeah. has progressed farther than that. Is the comic? Comic, he hasn't say. The comic has progressed further back because the comic actually opens up at the so ah, the big grand okay. celebration of the Starlight Beacon. Interesting. So with so like this book didn't change much for me because of that. Yeah. So for me now, I'm just really waiting for that next adult novel. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
1: And, and, and with the Y novel, you know, you always can, it's kind of not hit and miss. I mean, that's not a good way to say it, but like sometimes you never know if it's really going to drive the story that much, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I just, I, I guess my expectations were just too high with it being Claudia <laughs> right. Gray. I just felt and like it would, it's it part would, of this big
1: publishing effort too. Yeah. You think everything's going to have some sort of significance to it. Right. And, you know, arguably you think it should, um,
0: Yeah, no, I digress on that one. I do think it should. And I think the idea was to introduce one of the new enemies. I think that was the biggest reasoning for this novel. Right. But in my opinion, it failed to do that in a way, in a compelling way that I enjoyed Sure.
1: Okay. All right. So we're getting kind of the last parts here. Uh, So one of the, you know, the penultimate question here, and, and I don't know what would be the best order to ask these two questions, but who would you recommend this book to? Maybe what group of people, what age group, whatever. Who would you recommend this book to if they came up and asked you? And how many stars would you give it out of
0: five? I would recommend this book to those who have read Light of the Jedi and want more of the higher public. Okay. If you have not read Light of the Jedi, don't even waste your time reading this book. Yeah. Um, It's... You will be a little confused at points, and also it just doesn't really matter to you if you haven't read *Light of the Jedi*. Yeah.
1: So, furthermore, are you? Are, you know, would you say that like anybody can read this? Is it really more geared towards a certain group of people, or is it more like okay, anybody can pick this up?
0: I think I don't think I don't think anyone can just pick this up. Okay. I mean, you could. Yeah, yeah. But again like the Nile you get no true feeling of what the Nile is right this novel fully expects you to pretty much understand what the Nile is this novel pretty much already expects you to understand what happened with the great disaster right um it's it's definitely written thinking you've already read light of the jedi gotcha um and and i know i said earlier that they said people said you had to read it first what i mean by that what i was talking about when i said that is the fact that i thought this was going to progress the story further right which it did not do but it does definitely expect you to have already have knowledge of the high republic right and what happened so it's not something you could just
1: jump into you really need to have some kind of working understanding I mean, of what you, comes you before i mean you
0: could but like, um, I don't think you're going to enjoy it as much if you do that. And I want to, and I want to say like one last time, this novel is not. Well, hold on, we're, get, we're getting to final oh, okay, thoughts. Sorry, right. sorry, 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 hey, sorry, Hey, I'm leading this interview. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, last question before we get to final thoughts: How many stars out of five would you give it on your true scale? Because remember, we're gonna try to keep this this uh, rubric can you, here. Can
0: you? Do you have record of what I've? I rated we the never other asked it. Ra- I never really? asked rating to this point. Oh, but I think I've already... I think I always have given You may have my, said something. Um, I wish I could see my comparisons.
1: Yeah. Just uh so,
0: so, out of five. So, one being it was absolute trash, five
1: being it was the best thing I've ever read. Don't try to look it up. Just give your answer.
0: <laughs> we don't have time to do this. Well, hold on a second. I, I have my... my I have record of my... Ah, uh, okay. Well, so, I gave... Okay. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh. um, I think I give it three stars.
1: Three stars. Okay, It's a solid
0: number. Solid. It's not. It's not. It's a little bit above halfway. Let yeah. me put it this way. I've given a lot of of the current Star Wars novels three stars. Lots of them. Mm, um, okay. They're now Light of the Jedi. I gave five stars to you. Yeah. And I'd okay. still give it five stars. Um, but this novel as a Star Wars novel mm-hmm. just in the mix of all the others it's not bad actually it's not stars
1: it's thermal detonators how many thermal detonators would you give it <laughs> I don't know we gotta do something Star Wars related you can't just say stars anyway. um, how many porgs <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> Anyway, um okay, so 3 stars. I mean, so it, 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 yeah. it's it's in the middle of the road. It's like okay, you yeah. know, it's uh it's it's not the worst thing I've ever read, but at the same time, you know, there's things that came before that was much better. Is that kind of what I'm getting? Damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so we've talked about non-spoiler impressions. We've talked about uh, you know, basically how the story's progressed uh thus far. Um we've talked about all that good stuff. How's it changed how Public? How's it changed Jedi? Uh, excuse me, High Republic and, and uh, Star Wars as a whole. And then last but not least we talked about uh, you know, his his official rating. So Drew, let's conclude this episode and this review specifically with your final thoughts. What's your final thoughts of the book and what is your final thoughts that you want to end off this review with?
0: So All those things that you want to say earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so <laughs> Into the Dark is 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 meant to be a supplement to light of the jedi mm-hmm. yeah it is not the the main feast it is not an appetizer it's the bread rolls that came before <laughs> well it's it is a let's go, i got a good it's a you go. it's a late night snack okay. you've already uh, oh, had okay. your you have already yep. had your main course it's the and person. it's it's well <laughs> yeah so it's kind of like going dipping back in for a little bit more until we get the next next big feast okay. and that's how I look at it. Um, okay, it is. It's a fine novel to read. Again, I had trouble getting through it, but that's just me. Some of you guys may really enjoy it. If you do, great. Um, but you know I am a Claudia Gray fanboy so if anyone would be biased about this it would be me (laughs) and right i cannot i cannot recommend this book to anyone this book needs to be read if you if you are all about the higher public read it if Mm -hmm. you are not i don't think you have to read this okay um there will be more stories with wreath Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to be in the, um, I believe he's going to be in the next middle grade novel. Yeah. So, there will be more stories with him. So, if that is uh, something you're interested in, that might be a reason to read it. Um, but yeah, overall, three thermal detonators. <laughs> um, I I I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that the next adult novel. Um, I can't remember what it's called at the moment, but I hope that it really progresses the story along and does not drag its feet. Um, I'm starting to think that it might, the High Republic might be in trouble if this next adult novel does not hit like the first one.
1: Yeah. Which is, it's difficult
0: to uh, come back with the sequel,
1: baby. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah, you know, unless you're Shrek too. It's difficult. I'm not expecting this one to get as much press. Right. Because it was the first one, of course, got, you know
1: And this is the first time in a yeah, new yeah, era yeah. of Star Wars. You know I don't yeah.
0: expect this second one to be as big in that way, but as far as a compelling story goes, this needs to continue to be compelling. Yeah. This needs absolutely. to absolutely this needs to press the story. What's and, the next and, big thing? Yeah, you know. It yeah. needs to it needs to be big. Needs to be bombastic, and it needs to get us excited for the future of this. It needs to this, be bombad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it needs to um, it needs to get us excited about what's next in the in the next phase of the yeah, High republic. For sure. So, so it's gonna be telling. To it's gonna yeah. be
1: telling. Uh, do we know off the top of our head? Uh, we don't need to look it up, but do we
0: know off the top of our head when that's supposed to come out? The next adult novel. Uh, my, I think my uh, it's like June. Something okay, like so, that. So it's, so it's it's mid this it's, year. It's, yeah, it's somewhere okay. near near like the beginning of summer, I believe. All right. Well, we got a lot
1: to look forward to, you know, uh, as Drew has, has aptly said, there's a lot hanging on this, but, you know, I, I don't think that they brought it this far to let it drop quite yet. I do think that the higher public has a lot more to go. This is only phase one. We still yeah. got more phases to go after that, too.
0: So uh, it's very exciting to see where it goes. Yeah, and if you guys stuck around this long for to hear me talk about <laughs> it, which, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how many of our listeners are big into the books or not. We yeah. really, yeah. not for sure, but... If you guys did listen to this, um, please let me know your thoughts. Yes. Uh, Yes, I want to know more opinions on this novel. Uh, If if other people feel the way I do about it. Because our opinions are not
1: always reflected to our listeners. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fine.
0: I would love to know your guys' thoughts on it. You you guys can uh, message us. Privately, if you want, on on our Facebook or comment under here on the the post. Whatever you want to do, but let us know what you thought about the book.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to come to a close for the day. This is going to conclude our episode and our Into the Dark uh, High Republic book review. Um, So, again, we just want to thank everybody so much for your continued support towards the podcast. Sorry, but... are we having an episode next week? I was about to talk about that. Oh,
0: you were? Okay.
1: Right, listen baby, I got this whole thing. Cuz we're not, right? No. Okay. I got this whole thing planned out. I had this nice My little apologies. Intro. You, my
0: apologies. I'm so sorry.
1: You can't do nothing around here, bro.
0: Anyway, cue the new intro <laughs> or outro. Cue the new outro. Not the intro. All right, okay, ready. Cue the new outro. No. No. Anyway. Okay. <laughs>
1: No, So we just want to thank everybody uh, for listening, and uh, we definitely want to hear from you. We uh, have a couple of things sprinkled throughout this episode where we wanted to ask you guys questions. We'd love to hear from you. As Drew uh, has uh, not as aptly said, uh, next week we are actually not having an episode, and it's unfortunate for the podcast, but not unfortunate for me. I am going on vacation. So um, I'm very excited for that, but I will be out the entire week. Um, so unfortunately I won't be able to make the episode for that week, but we will be right back the next week with episode 54. Wow. Um, it's, it's, it's getting up there, man. It's crazy. Um, we were also, I've I've not talked to Drew about this, something minor, but, um, we've also talked about recently, uh, starting up some of our let's play episodes. We're going to be doing that very soon. So I'm going to do a series of, uh, not Q and A's, but, um, but polls, as I want going to say, uh, we're going to start off with like a, answer the box thing here like you type in what you want we're gonna get a, a tally of all the games that you guys put in and then we'll maybe do like a, a choose one through four type thing and the one oh this one is one. a great idea i love it and narrow it down narrow to it down yeah everybody's suggestions and narrow it down to one um and then that way it. we're gonna start with everybody's fan favorite at the very first yes so. i like so.
0: this let's do it uh
1: Cue the outro. <laughs> now, I have a little bit more to go. You you Give me two too long. seconds, dude. You've been talking <laughs> way too long. <laughs> I'm trying to talk. So anyway, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we uh, we hope that you guys uh, go to our Facebook po- or our Facebook page, our Twitter for polls, we uh, weekly news memes all that good stuff um last but not least before we end it um i'd we i'd love to get your opinion on the new intro and outro um if you guys have any suggestions on uh, making it better if someone's like a sound designer out there that would love to <laughs> you know make it better for us then <laughs> by all means we love it but cue the outro shut up but last but not least may the force be with you and we thank you for joining the jedi eternal